Okay. Okay, so today, this is Caroline Tapkin. We are here for Travel Daily's Inspiring Women in Travel with Kun Kwan from Bangkok. Good afternoon. Good evening, Kun Kwan. How are you doing today? Good evening, Caroline. So um, very pleased to be here. I, I felt um, being very honored to be selected to, to join this interview. Well, yeah. thank you for your time this late in the day on a, on a weekend. As we yeah, are for me, on. it's just a starting. <laughs> My day's still going. <laughs> so tell us, Kun Kwan, what do you do and who are you? Um, so I'm a hotelier. I have been around um, the tourism and hospitality industry for more than 20 years. Um, currently, I'm holding a position of Director of Business Development at the So Bangkok Hotel, um, based here in Bangkok. And actually, most of the time in my life, I have been in Thailand and uh, spend time in Bangkok most of the time. However, I get a chance to also helping out with some property around Thailand in the key destination, which, you know, getting me to understand my own country a little bit more. So I'm lucky to be working in tourism industry, put it this way. When most people like traveling, I get paid to do this, this job <laughs> and enjoy my travel and doing work at the same time. Fantastic, fantastic. Tell us a little bit about the hotel. What's new? Yeah, um, I think for a lot of people who doesn't know this brand, um, because we don't have the person all around the world yet, but we have a big pipeline upcoming. So I joined So Bangkok and previously it was called Sofitel So or So Sofitel because we've been rebranding. So many people might have experienced this hotel from Bangkok itself, I joined since 2013. So it's been eight and a half years with this hotel. Mm -hmm. And um, I would say when I decided to join this hotel, I felt my journey wasn't going to work for the hotel anymore. I was thinking, this is a new assignment. I would be building a world-class brand. And because of that, I chose to join. And I think I didn't disappoint of my own decision because I really get to work on something completely different from my previous experience in the other hotel, because this hotel has a very unique um, storytelling, a unique concept, a unique design. And because of that, I get to travel around the world to tell you know, the tourists and um, you know, the travelers who we are, and I'm very proud. So you really brand. do get the best of both worlds. <laughs> yes, yes. I know a lot of people get jealous and I love to get people jealous of the hotel that I'm working with and the brand I'm working with. And yet, even with all of that work and promoting the hotel around the world, you have time to do so many other things. Tell us what else yes. you're involved in. Um, I would say lately, um, at the beginning, when I started the journey, of course, my, I, I have two kids. So, you know, when being um, a mother and doing work at the same time, with um, especially with the small kids, it's a bit difficult. Mm -hmm. But as time goes by and they are growing up more, um, I, I found time, put it this way. When you want to do something, when there's a will, there's always a way. So I love to help people. And I feel like helping people out, giving me more pleasure and giving me more energy to actually continue, you know, my creativity and, and doing a lot more. When, it come back, when I come back to work, I also feel energized. So by doing that, I just felt like, actually, it didn't take my time away. It gives me back my time. Gives because it's energy. Exactly, yeah. So what are, what are these sorts of things that you do helping people out? Um, so 
I would say a lot of things that I do has been kind of coming in around the COVID time. Okay. So where are people? Yeah. So I would say this, um, I'm seeing opportunity and opportunity probably see me too. So it's, it's matching. So um, apart from the hotel, I have been working for associations called TICA, which mm-hmm. stand for Thailand Incentive Convention and Association. And this has been around three years, which it's been the things that I felt I am so proud of because I felt I used to be sitting in the room where they have this election and ward who's going to be um, a board member. And I dreamt one day I want to do it because I want to do something for my country. For some reason, I got selected. So I've been in this journey and, um, you know, I get to do a lot of activities, joining a meeting and think not just only for me, it's for the country. So it's been, I felt like I've been super blessing on, on the journey and still ongoing. And just recently, um, I've been selected again, nominated um, to be a board of the Australian Thai Chambers of Commerce. So okay. this is the newest one. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason being is because I involve with the tourism industry a lot by contribute, you know, my knowledge and experience. And prior to that, because I graduate um, my master degree from Australia and I've been, you know, working around the Australian community for me not to feel that I have left the country, but I'm still surrounded by the community. So um, I went to study in Australia since the year 2000. Yeah. When I came back and I started working in the hotel, I found opportunity to do volunteer teaching. And that's how I started the journey. And I think because of that, you know, for some reason, the team who have been there still recognizing me. But lately I have been working more on commercial side. And um, also I joined the subcommittee of uh, women in leadership and starting to do more activities. So I think with all the things that I have been doing around, they recognize what I can do and bring um, my experience attached to that as well, that I should be able to contribute to the board and also the members. So you, you, you were teaching, were you teaching children or were you teaching hospitality? Yeah, I was, no, but that was a um, long time back then when I started off with teaching students. Mm-hmm. Um, but these days I do a lot of teaching student, like grown up student in a university. Um, so I've been invited to be guest speaker, guest lecturer in many university, especially last year, whether it's virtual or physical. And I felt it's good. I feel I could engage, you know, potential people who would be growing up and will, will come to work in hospitality and tourism. I feel like there, there are some things that I could share and inspire them. If they have questions, I would be able to give them answer for my experience. And how, how, what's their sort of response? How has it changed? They love it. They COVID? love it. Yeah. Has Usually it when I finish COVID? the class, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I get a lot of people like, oh, do you take a uh, trainee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's been good. Actually, um, next week I would be speaking again. And how often do you do that? It depends. It depends. But I would say like last year was quite a lot. I think one of the reasons is also because I was working from home. And as um, tourism is really down because of the impact of COVID, um, we have to do work from home. When you get to do work from home, it is different. You're you're not losing time with traveling and, you know, all these little things that is actually not necessary. 
So I have more time again. Yeah. So by doing that, yeah, I allow myself to try to help more or even the weekend because some of the students, they uh, study over the weekend. I try to combine because at the end for me is I can help the student at, at the same time I get a chance to talk a bit more around the hotel that I'm working for. So, you know, it's both way. They, um, it's a bushel, but if it's for both, yeah. How on earth do you fit all of this in with, with children? <laughs> I get this all the time. I, I believe whoever doing this, um, you know, like multiple um, work and multiple tasks, everyone would find their own way to fit it all in if they wanted to do. If you want to do something, you would say, yes, I can do it. And if you don't want to do anything, even one thing, you would say, I don't do it. I don't have time for it. So I always have time for the things I like. And it happens to be a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing how much COVID has impacted our Correct. view of time. This, this yes. new concept that we have, that we do have time to do some of these things. Yes. Cut down the yeah. traveling, cut down the, the meetings we don't need to have or we can do on Zoom or whatever. Yeah. So it's surprising how much time we can find. For Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and you um, mentioned I mean, apart from all these activities, actually from um, last year, I discovered that I can even do more from, from me too. Like I start running. Okay. And I think with that is also start inspiring people who doesn't exercise at all. And how do I do it? You know, when you don't have to drive to work. <laughs> yeah. So usually my pattern prior to COVID, it was one and a half hours driving to work. When I don't have that, I can take it out and I can do the run. Doesn't take a lot of time. Mm -hmm. But now I'm going back to the same pattern as um, the country reopened. We're going back to the office. I felt I missed it too. Yeah. But I need to find more time to do um, those things because now I'm, I'm just involved with a lot of work yeah as you, as you said if you really want to do it you can find the time correct yes yes how have you found being a woman in hospitality industry and a, and a mother how have you found that has it been I think difficult? it's good for me it's good for my kids they love traveling with mom <laughs> I take I would take them when when I can mm -hmm. if it doesn't interrupt um, you know my plan uh, I try to tell them and it's actually how I teach my kids. I felt when I was a kid myself, what do I remember about my memory as a child? I don't remember anything in the book, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I felt what I remember are the things that I do as an activities, whether my parents take me to do that activities or the activities I did in school or in the university. So when I was in school in university I was you know enjoy doing a lot of activities and involved with a lot of um you know events and that has been part of me and until now so when I get a chance I take my whole family out on a trip and I plan the trip I felt like I know how tourism and travel company plan all of this I can do it I don't have to do for the others. I'm doing for my own people and they enjoy the way they can, you know, go and buy a, a package tour and actually even more better because it's just us. We feel safer too, you know, like just mm -hmm. to be around um, our own family. You can have it all then. 
Yeah, I can. <laughs> Everyone knows me. And um, I think it's just, it's just the planning stage when you want to, you know, have all of this. And secondly, I think I've been blessed as well. Sometimes I, you know, when you're plucking in and you know, like, oh, there are days that you're available and there are days that you're not available. For some reason, the additional one come in on the day that I happen to be available. And if not, I try to switch it in order to manage it all. And it works out for some reason. Sometimes I have to say, yeah, no to this one because there's something that's more important. Mm -hmm. But yeah, most of all, everybody see me doing everything because that's how I match everything and, and trying to make it um, happen. And um, I feel being in the sales, you know, as a salesperson and with um, negotiation skill, I can use that to switch my plan too. To ensure that actually I can do everything, whether I'm negotiating with my own family, I'm negotiating with my work, negotiating with my clients, because it's for all. And we, we make them feel like for the best of everything. Like if I'm there with you, this is what's going to happen. And it works out. Yeah. Negotiation is a great skill. Negotiation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what, what so advice practicing you, it all the time. <laughs> you said you've got two girls. Um, what yeah. advice would you give them if they want to go into the hospitality industry? Um, uh, put it this way they have seen me since they were born and uh, you know mothers in the hotel industry um, I'm not sure if they want to do hotel business but if they do of course I want to give them advice of what they can do but personally I don't think so personally I think they have their own world they only see this that um Mom is happy with what she's doing, mm -hmm. but I tell them, you know, that you can be just anything. And actually I told them, there's one thing that I want to, I want them to know, um, your world, if you're a flake out, not just the country. And that's why I just put the travel as part of that journey. I feel like I want them to see the world bigger than what it is. But if they don't travel, if I don't teach them to travel, they will not see it because people who step out the country, whether they get the chance to study overseas or travel, you know, leisure trips and all this, when they come back to Thailand, they don't see the country as the same um, as people who would never travel. Mm -hmm. So the more people travel, the more vision, the more creation, the more ideas. These are very important, but whatever job doesn't matter for me. Most important thing, they have to be happy with what they do. Like I feel, and you probably hear this, right? When, when you are passionate for something and you like what you do, you don't feel like you're doing a job. Yes. Because I wake up to it every day and I'm having fun. What do you think they will, are leaning towards? Um, well, I have to accept that these days kids are spending a lot of time with mobile phone. Like my elder one, she's 12 years old. I thought at the beginning she used to like science and she wanted to become a doctor. But we talk around, you know, like what do you see yourself all the time? I like to project that for them to see themselves, but not necessarily that I'm trying to fix their plan. Their plan can change. So she told me she wants to do a voiceover for a cartoon, which is very interesting. Yes. Yeah. So I think somehow, you know, they will find their own inspiration. 
And at this age, this is what they think. It can, it can keep changing as they're growing up and they receive more inspiration. And that's what I like to do. I felt I used to get that inspiration and it leads to where I am today. I want to help building that for my kids. Fantastic. And the students that you're teaching at university and, and lecturing to, um, what's their viewpoint of tourism for Thailand in the future? How are they seeing things? Mm. I have been teaching um, various students. Um, some are coming from hospitality industry and some are not. Um, rather than, because I never questioned them, but it's more on what I see, mm-hmm. on what it's going to be with these kids, because things are not the same, especially from last year that the country has been impacted. And actually, globally, tourism dis- industry has been impacted from COVID. Students are not seeing themselves in hospitality journey because we have been impacted the most. So they find their own way to establish their career. And a lot of them like to do stuff online because it gives them the best freedom. You know, rather than, so let's say, rather than thinking of, oh, I want to be a receptionist or I want to be a um, a chef in a hotel. They want to build an app. They want to do things online. They want to create a platform. They are not thinking hospitality as they'll become part of the service, but they want to be service provider as in they want to build the system. So I think kids are thinking different. How are we day. going to encourage the next generation in hospitality? But that's exactly, that's, that's what I see as now. We're starting to feel this impact already in the tourism industry because as many countries reopen, Thailand has reopened and um, many hotels start reopening. One of the biggest challenge of everyone is to, re- to, to, find, to find a staff because many people have left the job and they have find their own way to make their own living. It may be not as good as um, hospitality, but it makes a living and it's probably give them time to spend on the things that they like to do, whether with family or, you know, their personal thing. And I think this is the biggest challenge for hospitality to bring back quality people. I think that's a challenge globally, isn't it right Correct. now? Yeah. Um, but the excitement of travel and hospitality will always be there. It is. I'm yeah. sure we will see them coming back again. But maybe we have to also readjust how we treat people, how we promote people, what we do with the people. Definitely. Yeah. I think we need to start um, inspiring, um, you know, everyone's again that tourism industry is coming back. Sorry. Uh, It's coming back and um, it's going to be a good journey for everyone, including those who work for it. Not just people who come for the service. Yes. I mean, you're a great example um, representing a a demanding job. Yes. I mean, you are director of business development (laughs) for the hotel, aren't you? So that's not not an easy task. Yeah. Um, You've got all these other hats that you're wearing and and things you're giving back. You have two daughters at home. You have a busy life, but you can juggle it all. Yeah. Yeah. encouraging people to understand the next generation to understand that it is possible 
if you have that energy and that enthusiasm, it is possible to do everything. Correct. Yeah. Um, I think that's one thing um, that had happened since last year, especially with reducing numbers of manning, mm-hmm. is actually building and upskill those who are still exist in the job. So I think it's the same thing. Are you this seeing more cross training? So yeah, they're not a lot of cross training is happening. And correct. Yes. Yes. It's happening in every industry, I would say. That, and I think it's a good thing for Thailand in particular. Because when I heard of the feedback, you know, of the country has a lot of people, but when you are comparing in the Western country, as one person, maybe in the Western country, which costs a lot more, mm-hmm. could do much more too. So now we are kind of going to build and upskill ourselves to come that way. And I felt like with this, at one point, we will be able to say, you know what, this is what we work for. Before, a staff would be valued by position. Mm-hmm. But if they have enough of the good skill, at one point, they will be able to say, you know what, this is what I work. This is where I can work. They will be able to choose and not being choose. For somebody who wants to get into hospitality or the travel industry now, what would you say is the best way for them to approach it? If they want to work in hospitality, it's, you know, I think this is super simple. They need to have this service mind Mm -hmm. and it cannot change because it is a job that requires the right attitude that you come in to service industry. you, You need to like it. You need to be part of this, you know, getting to elevator and let everybody else get out first because this is us, you know, like we like to see people happy. It has to be a basic ground. If you feel like I want to be the person, right? Because how service people feel is we receive all this happiness from seeing the others being happy. So yes, I think I'm ready for that. Then you step in. And I think opportunity in Thailand is, you know, is so, is so big because the country rely on tourism. And because of that, we have been back. I believe it's a lot of good opportunity which is going to open for those who doesn't have experience too. Only if you think you feel like you want to give it a try and you like service industry, I believe a lot of people will give opportunity because this world has already changed. We, we want to see new blood, young blood, you know, who bring something fresh from other industry mm-hmm. to hospitality too. Yeah, I believe, I believe a lot of things has already been changed we learn, like, for example, someone might be working in a small restaurant and felt, you know, my dream is to come into the hotel and I want to walk beautifully in, a, you know, um, a five-star hotel in a nice restaurant, but they never get that opportunity. You know what? This is a chance. Yeah. This is a time. New times. It's a new time. So finally, as we wrap up, if you could give yourself, your younger self, some advice 
let's say 20, 30 years ago, what would you give, what advice would you give to your younger self? Never change. I felt, <laughs> I felt I have walked my way up to here and I didn't regret one part of, you know, what I did. So I feel for anyone who wants to get in this journey, um, make sure that you really like it because it's, it's a lot of time consuming in here mm-hmm. and they, they need to be patient and learn different tasks because hospitality is, it's quite different, um, especially in hotel. There's so many people that you need to connect to in order to do the work. Um, so the service mind that we're talking about is not just for the client, it's also for people, colleague who you're working with because to build one beautiful moment for a guest, it needs a lot of people involved in this. And it's like, you're doing, you know, to me, it's very similar to theme industry, mm-hmm. but a theme industry, you can correct it in the theme, but we cannot correct it in the real no life. Retakes. Yes, mm-hmm. but it needs a lot of pre-planning in order to make one guest journey being right. So, for those who really want to come in, um, they need to see what they fit in. And if they see that journey for a long time, then trying to be open mind and learn all the skill in the hotel. And um, don't be shy, put it this way. Sometimes opportunity comes when you raise your hand. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Yeah. yeah. Learn Some everything people you can do. and be brave. Correct, yeah. I feel some people have um, a lot of you know good knowledge and experience they've never been given opportunity but the reason they've never been given opportunity is also because they never ask yeah sometimes if you are asked can i do this and a person who is not sure then you can again go into negotiations like okay what if i can prove you I think it's, it's important. It's one thing, especially with time mentality. Sometimes we're too cringy. I don't know if you know this word. Yes. Like we're not sure whether we can do it, whether it's it's the right thing to say. Cautious. Very, yeah, because yeah. it's a respectful culture. I think this has to be changed. And um, kids this day, they don't think like us. So for those who actually been in the industry already and they think that they fit into something, it's a time to make this change step out and say, you know what? I can do this if I'm given this opportunity. Yeah. Great advice for, for youngsters. Who has inspired you along the way? Oh, it's a good question when I see your question at the very beginning. I don't have exactly like who's inspired me, but I know deep in my heart, my dad, for some reason I felt because he's been a provider supporting the family. And I feel it's like service industry, isn't it? You're helping people because that helps everybody. And, and he's happy when he helps others. So I feel it's in a way it's, it's with me. And, um, and then through my journey, I get into you know, lots of conferences. Um, the one that probably have a huge impact to me was the one when I went to Singapore and it's a, uh, 25 years old CEO who I felt, oh my gosh, like how did she think of it this way? And one thing she said, 
don't wait until you become someone or don't wait until you, you're old. You can start helping other people even now. And I'm like, yes, I think so. And I kind of like set my part telling myself when I hit 40, so I'm you know, far from 40s already, um, that I want to start giving back. And when I, when I start thinking, you know, it's like my focus shift from just work to start looking for opportunity to, to help. And you know, those opportunities start to come in. So I start getting involved here and there. So I know a lot of hats that I'm doing are, you know, like it's like helping in a way. Mm-hmm. And it's actually give me pride because I get to help a huge industry. I get to help Thailand think on what to do. You know, all of this, I felt at the end, um, it just gave me pleasure. Fantastic. Where do you see yourself in 10 years time? Yeah, still being a mom. <laughs> my <laughs> that aim. never changes. That <laughs> never changes. <laughs> yeah. Once you've my aim is uh, <laughs> I just, I just want my kids. I, it's, it's my ultimate goal, which is very funny. Yeah. I just want my kids one day to go to school and said, you know what? I have the coolest mom in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I think on that, we end it. How could we better that? <laughs> Thank you so very the much. The journey. Yeah. The journey definitely. Um, I think I'm still involved with it. Yes. So I, I think everyone does when we all, you know, getting a little older, we want to have something for ourselves. So Yeah. At one point, I would love to do my own business. What would that business would, be? <laughs> so I would see the journey probably getting started pretty soon. I start seeing some, some opportunity coming in. Yeah. But then, you know, I don't need to, to hurry to do something just like by stepping out from what I'm doing right now, <clears throat> but learning through it and mm-hmm. see when it's the right time. Because I want to make sure, because I felt I have so much energy that I cannot just get retired from a company. So I just want to set that path ready for me that if I have to get retired from a company, I still have a job that I can keep, still keep my energy running. <laughs> because I know it will still be a lot, you know, if, even in the next 10 years. So I just want to get ready for that. I'm sure whatever you take on will be successful. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kun Kwan, for your pleasure. It's been a pleasure talking to you. My pleasure.